The following podcast is a B&E Network exclusive. Welcome to B-Movies and Ebooks. I'm Craig Wade. And I'm Brian Allen Delaney. And it is episode 99. Woo! Wow, so so close to being an important episode. Well, I don't think people realize that episode 100 will be our last episode. <laughs> did, did you realize that? I did not. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, you're people. I thought it was just going to be the end of season one. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, we come back with season two, episode one. Now, what I'm trying to do is get a rise out of people. Like, I don't want that to be their last episode. Oh, oh no. no, you're gonna you're gonna get a lot of good. It's about time they stopped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why didn't y'all stop earlier? Why is it bothering you? <laughs> it's like it's like wait, you guys have had more than fifty episodes. You know, like we 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 peaked a long time ago. Yeah, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I think we actually did. <laughs> I, I agree with that. Um, all right. Yeah. So on today's episode, we are talking the, uh, old school classic film. <laughs> uh, I, I dare to call it a seminal classic. Uh, yeah. Uh, Brian Usna's Society. And also we are, uh, covering Inferno Bound and the Hellhounds by either PC3 or Patrick C. Harrison the Third. I believe on Kindle it is PC three. So anyway, I just thought for a second you didn't know who wrote it, and you didn't <laughs> like, and you weren't going to be bothered to even check before you said it. No, no, I think on Kindle it just comes up that way. But um, it's like it's either PC three or Stephen King. <laughs> <laughs> One of these people. I, there's just so many. Uh, <laughs> but what's new with you? We took a little bit of a break. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah, Kindle, it, it lists them as PC3. Oh, you were actually checking. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah, what's new with you? See oh, uh, well, production for uh, Matt Shaw's Monster is um, pretty much wrapped. I'm waiting on final edit, and then I will be busting my ass for, like, a solid week writing music nonstop. Yeah, so, uh, that, so that should be fun. There's a chance. I know we're a week late on this podcast, aren't we? I think we are. Eh, probably. Yeah, it's just it's been a new year though, super whatever. Busy. Um, <laughs> um but but yeah, there's a chance we may be a week or two late on the next one. <laughs> so anyway, thank God you guys aren't aren't like uh good, good thing we don't have any actual this. fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 We hate to disappoint any of you, them. You know on Red Hot uh, or not Red Hot, uh, Wet Hot American Summer, the uh the kid that's just talking, you know, hello, welcome yeah. to the camp, and it's just unplugged. <laughs> that's how I feel we are. And they keep trying to get him to take a shower. Yeah, we need baths, too. <laughs> or showers. I haven't taken a bath in so long. Uh, uh, yep. Any, any, 
<laughs> we are always bringing cutting edge content. Anyway, um, yeah. So you got any news or no? Well, <laughs> other than that, that I was actually talking oh, about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I mean it. It should be fun. Uh, like, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Um, it's going to be a pretty brutal movie. Yeah, he sent me some behind the scenes uh, stuff. Uh, I, oh yeah, I, you're you're not in the behind the scenes Facebook group. No, no. I, he just sent me uh, like. <laughs> While they were filming it, he just like check this out. <laughs> yeah. Like it was like, oh man, that's really really uh, graphic and crazy looking. So I can't wait to see it. It's gonna be yeah, awesome. It should, it should be good. I know um, there is like th- there's gonna be um, like a premiere in London, but as far as I know, I don't even know if I'm supposed to be saying this. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> Nah. Eh, we'll see what happens. Um, there is talk. I'll just I'll just leave it this way. There is talk of it. Uh, there being a premiere stateside too. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I'll I'll leave the details out until it's like confirmed and stuff. Well, I think he put something on his Facebook uh, about that, but it's still like I don't know. Yeah, whatever. I don't so. want to jinx it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I can't wait to see it. Um, yeah, me neither. <laughs> got a question. Go uh, for it. Have you heard much about this new Nicolas Cage, Selma Blair movie, mom and dad? Um, I know that it's like already out on iTunes, right? Isn't oh, it? is it? I know that it's at Alamo draft houses, but, uh, maybe it might already be out. If it, if so, shit, I got to watch it. <laughs> yeah. I saw like, I heard about it. Yeah, it's like where people's it. parents just start killing them, and, yeah. and they're just crazy as hell. And another selling point, other than the fact that it's Nicolas Cage, uh-huh. uh, <clears throat> uh, Taylor from Neville Dean Taylor, the Crank People. Yeah, yeah, he's directing it. I feel like Nicolas Cage, yeah, and that guy are just like always going to make movies together now. You know, they're, they're, they're one of those like, um, what, like Leonardo DiCaprio and, you well, know, I mean, have they, they've only made this in Ghost Rider 2, right? Yeah, but yeah, I guess. Yeah. But you, Ghost Rider 2 is so good. You're right. You can totally rent it right now. Yeah. Or buy it. Buy it on iTunes for 10 bucks. Yeah. Rent for seven. <laughs> I know what I'm going to do. Rent wait, it twice. Wait for Redbox. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that that movie looks insane because he looks just so like unhinged in it, you know. So I'm, yeah, so I'm, it's like a normal Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah, yeah, it's just like shopping at the grocery store with him. <laughs> <laughs> Carrots. Carrots. <laughs> Have you seen much about uh, this uh, Winchester movie? That actually yes. looks really cool. Well, too. I've seen previews for it. Oh, really? Man, yeah. I'm so out of the loop by just having streaming and not really no, watching I, I Hulu. The, I go to the movies all the time. Yeah, that looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, like, I, I, I've always actually kind of been interested in that, you know, because it's a true story. Well, besides, I guess, from the ghosts part. <laughs> yeah, it's just a true story. Widow and House itself is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. True. And it's like they just kept building weird like the house makes no sense <clears throat> yeah. like, architecturally. And 
I think it's interesting. Yeah, I want to see it. Looks looks really really cool. Um, I I like you. You know, I I don't know much about that house other than just like I've read the Wikipedia entry and that kind of shit, like super surface level details. But I would love uh, to actually read up and research that house because it's insane. They they claim that it's haunted by the, what people that were killed by Winchester rifles. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Something like that. I, I remember I saw something I think on um, like History Channel about it. Yeah, like on on one of those you know like, like ghost shows that they have on. Um, huh? Like I've seen it on like one of those like top twenty or top fifty most haunted places. Yeah, <laughs> top fifty. <laughs> like sit in. It's gonna be three hours. <laughs> it's like thirty minutes. Check out this lighthouse. Boo! All right, next one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd watch that. Yeah, I, I'd, I, <laughs> I'd watch an episode of top fifty most haunted places <laughs> in thirty minutes. In like, thirty minutes. Like, oh, check out that ghost. He looks pretty haunted. Anyway, next. Like, Commer- check out that ghost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> with, with commercials, you'd have to have like you know one every thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that'd be awesome. <laughs> and no one wants to talk about this other lighthouse. Like, God, why are all lighthouses haunted? <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, that looks good. <laughs> uh, I only and, have two uh, more. You got you got any? Who, who's wait? Who's in it? I know, like, isn't it like uh, it's Helen Mirren? Yeah, is this like her first horror movie? <laughs> mm, I don't know. I don't You're not know. a huge Heron Miller or Helen. <laughs> well, I can say her I name. Say her name. Heron <laughs> 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 Millie fan. <laughs> 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 all right next next bit of news <laughs> um i have some comic book news mm-hmm. late what um i what what you cut I out said, i said i have some comic book news oh, okay. um one of them is a little late to the party mm-hmm. and um one of them i believe starts this month um so dynamite entertainment mm-hmm. the the people who have given us like the army of darkness series and stuff like that um, they apparently started a couple months ago a Pumpkinhead series. Um, it's a limited series. You you remember Pumpkinhead? <laughs> oh, I remember it. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's back in uh-huh. comic book form. Um, and uh, starting like this month, Jeepers Creepers series. Yeah. They're at least limited series. I think Jeepers Creepers is uh, a limited also. Um, the Pumpkinhead's only like a five issue. Dude, Jeepers Creepers would actually be kind of cool if they skip forward every 27 years. Like every issue was 27 it, years later. It's a it's a guy going back. Like he's, he's doing research. And so it's going to go through the history of Jeepers Creepers. Okay. Hmm. And it's 23 years. Now... 
Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, if you're talking comics, I, I think Jeepers Creepers has more than run its course as far as films go. I, I tried what? to watch part three. It was really <laughs> bad. Like, I I, uh, I actually, I got, someone had left a link that was like, watch part three streaming here, you know, on one of these uh-huh. little horror Facebook groups. And so I clicked it. Check it out, you know, just to because I was going to report it, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just to make sure it was really a, an illegal link. Yeah. 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 And luckily and you had to make sure it had the whole movie. Yeah. Luckily, <laughs> it sent me to iTunes to purchase it. So after I purchased it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that would be so funny like watch the entire movie here <laughs> an iTunes link Dude, like an iTunes affiliate link I just kind of <laughs> like I skipped through a little bit and then it was so bad like I couldn't even watch it plus you have the whole Victor Salva not you know thing and it's just like ah, the yeah. whole thing I'm done with it but but anyway whatever um but yeah, I mean, I think that, that that's an interesting character, more interesting than Pumpkinhead. Uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, this is it's just funny. Is like, I mean, Jeepers Creepers, I can kind of see because you know it's like, well, there's a new Jeepers Creepers movie, mm-hmm. you know. But when was the last Pumpkinhead? Dude, there were so many Pumpkinhead films. I know, but like, when was the last one? Um, uh, it's been within the last decade. Really? Yeah. Well, because they started going to TV, uh, uh, like to sci-fi. Uh, um, but yeah, they're they're rebooting the franchise. I just looked it up. Uh, they oh. intended a release of 2017. Okay, and I was <laughs> wrong. It wasn't the last decade. It was 2007 with Pumpkinhead Blood Feud. <laughs> all right. But, but yeah, I mean, well, all I'm saying, I think Pumpkinhead's a more iconic character, but yeah. but Jeepers, like, there's more that you can do within the world of Jeepers Creepers. Because Pumpkinhead is just kind of like a one-off demon Pumpkinhead thing. Well, you know, well that, this is a, he's a demon of vengeance, right? Mm-hmm. And the, the plot of this series is that the person he's supposed to be enacting vengeance on mm-hmm. has found a way to conjure up other demons of vengeance <laughs> to fight him. <laughs> was there ever a demon knight comic book? There should have been. Yeah. There should uh, like, have been a demon knight everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I freaking love demon knight. Like, it's such a good, like, and in such a campy, cheesy way. Like, it's so, so good. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing. It's um, the best Billy Zane movie. <laughs> yeah. You should ask your friend Billy Zane. Cool guy. Um, uh, I, I saw, I don't know if you're aware of, uh, Adam Neville's The Ritual. Like, I am not a, a book that, you know, kind of made some waves. And so, uh, David Bruckner directed it. Uh, I believe David Bruckner did one of the things from, uh, what was it? Southbound, which we loved one of the few things to get a five star on here. But, uh, David Bruckner adapted that novel and, uh, it's coming out. I think that it actually hit uh, theaters in the UK, but it didn't really over here. Netflix snagged it at, at a film festival, and mm-hmm. it's hitting Netflix February 9th. So I'm super cool. excited. That's like two weeks. Wow, that is like two weeks. Yeah. So I, I'm excited because I, if I'm wrong, I think Matt Shaw saw it in the UK. <laughs> he saw it in Georgia somehow. <laughs> no, but like uh, he saw it uh in 
it was either him or someone, one of our UK author friends saw it and said it was really good. But cool. And then the last bit of news I have is Mike Flanagan will direct Stephen King's uh, Shining sequel, Doctor Sleep. Really? Yeah. I I never had any urge for some reason. Well, one, I've never fully read The Shining. Like, <laughs> and it's not even that long of a book, so I have no excuse. Like, it's just like sitting at like fifty three percent on my Kindle for literally three years. <laughs> but, yeah. but um, uh, yeah, I never had the urge to read Doctor Sleep at all. But I, I think it's the name. <laughs> you think probably so? I, I think it is. It just it sounds dumb. Well, also, unless I'm wrong, I think that it's a story of like Danny Torrance all grown up and he's uh-huh. like an alcoholic and shitty. Like, it's just this cycle of perpetuation or self perpetuating cycle of, yeah. of the alcoholic. He thing. tries to kill his kid in a hedge maze. <laughs> yeah. yeah, come on. This is getting a you little know, too. Yeah. I don't it, know. It just runs in the family, sort of thing. Yeah. So, I, I don't violence know. Violence violence. To me, it just seemed like. I'm probably wrong since Stephen King's basically great. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm probably wrong, but I just never had any urge to see it. But Mike Flanagan's a great director. He did uh, what? Oculus. He did Gerald's game. Oculus uh, is my favorite WWE movie. <laughs> <laughs> you really liked it, didn't you? Yeah, I, I love that movie. I think he wrote it. Did Oculus? Yeah, he also did Ouija: Origin of Evil. Evil, like the second one that people liked. Yeah, the one that people liked. <laughs> yeah, uh, Gerald's Game. I loved. I thought it was really good. I still haven't watched it. Yeah, and so anyway, I, I mean, you know, you combine Stephen King with a good director, could be good. Speaking of which, I watched The Mangler for the first time yesterday, adapted from a Stephen King story. Uh, you know, directed by Toby Hooper from Texas Chainsaw, um, had Robert England in it. And so like, you know, you have this really good core group, total yeah. turd, turned it off after 15 minutes. <laughs> One of the worst things I've ever seen. It's like about a killer, like <laughs> industrial, like garment machine. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> no, but it was literally going ah, 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 like with jaws eating people. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm good. <laughs> but <laughs> so it's like a like a terrible version of Christine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Stephen King's just like sitting around like, what else could eat people? We've done cars. I've done more cars. cars. Twice. <laughs> yeah. I've done, I've done uh, soda machines. They were spitting, <laughs> spitting cans at people. Um, uh, all right. Uh, what about nice uh, overdrive is so good. And then, you know, his wife and kids, you know, one of them was just, or probably within, you know, made <laughs> was like, you know, Hey, can I, uh, you got anything to wash? No, I'm good. Oh my God. <laughs> a killer washing machine. <laughs> Cause that's kind of what this thing was, even though it was made. You know, I don't know. Basically it was a shit movie. Basically, you're just talking shit about Stephen King, <laughs> and he needs to come on our podcast and defend himself. Yeah, pretty much. I think that's what it is. That's what I got out of it, anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, um, yeah. I, and with that, I'm out of news. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I actually had. There's Dynamite Entertainment's also doing a RoboCop miniseries. 
<laughs> I forgot to mention that one. They've already done RoboCop comics. Oh, right? there's been plenty of RoboCop comics. This one though is set like 30 years in the future, past okay. RoboCop, um, where he's all washed up, and um, <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> no, it's no, like it's alcoholism, like ev- but with oil. <laughs> like, <laughs> but everything is uh, privatized, right? And so it's like. Um, even the police force is like private. It's almost like that episode of black mirror where, uh, people like raided each other. Mm -hmm. It's like that, but with RoboCop, dude, we hang out with the wrong group of friends for that to ever become a reality because we'd be like, Brian's a one-star person. (laughs) Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, we'd be terrible. We'd all be like destitute (laughs) and no one would touch us. Like we'd be, you know, like the the pariahs and our lives would be ruined because we're assholes. <laughs> um, I'm glad you brought up Bro- RoboCop because I'm, not- I'm always glad to bring up RoboCop. <laughs> Dude, did you hear about the new sequel? What? RoboCop sequel? <laughs> no. Okay. So apparently the, I believe that it was the screenwriters from the first one. I, and I, I could be totally wrong about this. I maybe I should look it up just to make sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, basically, it's gonna. They're thinking about doing a sequel to the original three and disregarding the reboot. Okay. Yeah. I'm okay with that. And, and so, I mean, this, the reboot I liked, but yeah. Well, I, why don't they do a sequel to number two and forget three? I hope so. <laughs> I hope that's what they do. Uh, yeah, so basically and, this was the the originally the movies. second, like this was supposed to be part two, but then there was a writer strike, and by the time they resolved that, someone else wrote a part two that they liked. Yeah, so I uh, remember seeing the like the original plot to number two somewhere. Yeah, it's called The Corporate Wars. <clears throat> but anyway, um, so I, I don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens. <laughs> is, is Verhoeven going to come direct it again? I don't know. Maybe. Is he doing anything nowadays? <laughs> Paul Verhoeven? I don't know. Yeah. I feel like he's been blacklisted or something. It doesn't R- seem like Raking it. in that showgirl's cash. Oh, that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah, he's untouchable now because of showgirls. What? Really? Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it was such a huge flop. I believe. Oh, yeah. I believe so. <laughs> but yeah. Um. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll see if it actually happens. So much, it seems like so much gets announced and never happens. You know? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So, good thing Clerks 3 is coming out. <laughs> and wrote and totally wasn't too. announced, you know, a long time ago. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, do you want to come back and do a review of Brian Usna's Society? Sure. All right. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right, we are back. We are talking Brian Usna's Society. Yep. 1989 <laughs> classic. Yeah. Totally, totally. Like, for for like a classic film, I... Because this is like a cult classic, right? Yeah. I never, ever have seen it. Not even... Neither have I. Not even parts, nothing. And Like, I still haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder what it's about. Um... But no, like I, I knew it was body horror, but that's all I knew. 
Mm-hmm. Y- yeah, you uh, you were like, hey, let's watch Society. And I was like, what's that? And you're like, it's a body horror, like cult movie. I was like, I'm down. Let's do it. That's all you needed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, actually, either one of those would have been fine. <laughs> so a, a quick summary of it is Bill Whitney, uh, your main character, is he's basically like comes from a wealthy family, has. Has, He's the all-American dream. Yeah, on paper, has everything going for him, but he just keeps having these paranoid delusions that things underneath the surface are not what they seem. Because he's like, he's basketball team, right? Mm-hmm. He's so good that the license plate on his Jeep Wrangler says hoops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's that good at, as, at high school basketball. He's also on the debate team. And a shoe in for class president, like this. This guy has it all. Yeah, yeah, and and yet at times seems like the school loser, right? Yeah, kinda. Like at, like at the beach, whenever he's like, "Can I come to your party?" <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. Like, well, yeah, because there's like this, there's this like cool kid who just seems exactly as yuppie as he does. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand. Yeah, you would think that they just. Like, would have hit it off. Yeah, they would have been best friends. But, but um, anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> this where, movie's going to be a hard, so, What? <laughs> this one's going to be a hard one to even talk about without spoiling. Oh, are we not going to spoil it? It's a movie from almost 30 years ago. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then, spoilers. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess not. Let's not. Let's not spoil the ending. Okay. Okay. But the ending right. is the coolest part. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so he starts uh, in almost a fashion kind of like young Goodman Brown and just realizes that damn near everyone he knows is in on something. Dude, I love young Goodman Brown. Yeah, me too. And so, so <laughs> finds out that, uh, you know, everybody's in on something, and, but he doesn't really know what. That is the whole thing of, of the entire movie. Yeah. And, and and the the whole like rest or the whole it's an hour and a half right mm-hmm. like the whole first hour of it is him trying to figure out whether or not he's going crazy mm-hmm. but because every once in a while there is a like he'll see something or he'll hear something and it's maybe true maybe not right mm-hmm. and I don't know like it was it was honestly mm-hmm. i might catch flack for this because this movie does have like sort of a cult status mm-hmm. kind of boring really <laughs> i enjoyed yeah. it like i really enjoyed it i didn't think it's a five-star movie under any no, circumstance I mean, but like there, there were parts that were cool and then there were just parts that were just like eh. okay you know, it's just okay i'm uh, building on that point even though i enjoyed it i felt like the first hour was two hours yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like, just the first hour of it was kind of boring. It dragged on. Nothing really happened because, like, there w- it, it seemed like it was going to ramp up at first um, because his sister is having her, like, coming out cotillion or whatever, right? Did they ever actually use the term cotillion in the movie? No, I wanted to say that. Okay. Yeah. I was, <laughs> so his sister is basically a debutante. Yes, that's what's happening. Yeah. Um and and so she's having her her coming out party. Um and 
her ex-boyfriend who has been stalking her off and on like hands uh billy uh a tape right Mm -hmm. of like what happened at the the coming out party like he bugged it right Mm -hmm. and it's disturbing (laughs) what (laughs) and and like that that happens fairly early in the movie Mm -hmm. right and you're like oh crap this is this is already getting you know ramping up the intrigue what's happening with this you know quote-unquote secret society and then just nothing really comes of it (laughs) you know and then it's like he sees some people maybe eating slugs Mm -hmm. and then that's about it really you know it's like (laughs) no yeah i i got to like nothing happens for a long time i actually more than anything kind of Enjoyed the overtop, like, I guess it's satirical because this movie's supposed to be a satire, but just how over the top uh, the yuppies and all of that society was. Yeah. Um, uh, I also kept thinking the whole time, wow, I'm really happy that I'm not in this high class thing. You know, and really, it just it made me want to be there. I, I could see you there. <laughs> I no, but I mean, wouldn't that suck to like, like eating slugs, having cotillions? Oh, this is what talk- I want in life. <laughs> I'm just talking about the the uh, normal social. Uh, yeah, strata it was terrible. Of it. That would suck. <laughs> anyway, but uh, but no, I mean, I, I really, really, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. But it was not at all what I was expecting. Yeah, because it's billed as like a comedy, right? It's it's billed as like a horror comedy. Well, like a, a- yeah, you're right. Uh, the thing is, I only knew it from like a bunch of lists where it's like sickest films ever. So I was expecting yeah. it to be like real sick, and it was, but not like that. But anyway. yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Is like <clears throat> I I was expecting it. I guess to be funnier. <laughs> yeah. You know, and there were some funny parts. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of parts that didn't land. Yeah. Um, that were trying to be funny. Um, but you know, it's like to, to me, it was, it was weird. Okay. Cause it had like a, not really like a pacing problem, I guess because it well maybe it is a pacing problem because like I said it ramped up at the beginning and you have this sort of like oh well his there was some weird stuff going on at um you know the 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 coming out party and then like what does he do just like go back to the debate team yeah you know it's like he it, like he he's got a psychiatrist right that he's been seeing um because his parents clearly like his sister more than him and it's giving him some sort of complex. (laughs) Like there's no two ways about it. Yeah. It's, it's clear. Um, even though he has a brand new Jeep Wrangler. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, um, so he shows like the tape to his, to his psychiatrist and it doesn't sound the same. Like it's not the same tape basically. And then he just kind of goes back to doing what he's doing. Yeah. And then, sees a couple of other hallucinations and that's really it. Yeah. All right. Can we talk uh, about, uh, uh, his, uh, not his girlfriend, but the other girl that Clarissa his love interest. Yeah. Clarissa. Yeah. Her mom. 
Yeah, what was up with that? That was one of the parts that fell flat for me. Yeah. Because she was clearly supposed to be a comic relief character. Yeah, but she didn't do anything. She just sat there like and, and made people's you, hair. Yeah, made you wonder <laughs> if she was like mentally ill or, or, or what was going on there. But like, it was just like, she just kind of sat there going, <gasps> right? Yeah. And then like a, spitting hair spot out. On, spot on Clarissa's mom face that you just did. <laughs> I'm glad faces are, are transmitted through audio. But All um, you need is like tons of 80s makeup yeah, and, yeah. and it would have been And was that, perfect. was she played by a man or no? I don't think so. <laughs> You're like, Craig, <laughs> gender is a spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> No, but like, like I, I felt like she was played by a man in drag. Like I really do. Um, I don't know. If not, that's horribly, horribly offensive to the yeah, poor pretty actress. Much. Um, um uh, I don't know, but I, I real quick just to get us off of that subject. Um, <laughs> I, I, I was looking through the IMDb list just a second ago. Uh-huh. Um just to see what other people have done. Cause I like to do that. And one of the dudes, uh, the, the nerd guy who he was debating against. Yeah. In pumpkin head. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well, you know, uh, you, you recognize the main character of this, right? Uh, Billy Warlock. Billy Warlock. Yeah. Um, do you recognize him from days of our lives? No, from, <laughs> from freaking, uh, Baywatch. Uh, was uh, he? Yeah, he was one of the lifeguards. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he was in Baywatch. Yeah. But no, I do think he has one of the best names ever. Yeah, Billy Warlock. Yeah, it's way better than Brian. <laughs> <laughs> now, if it was Brian Warlock. <laughs> uh oh. No, no so, like, okay, that means he can be, like, his name is literally probably William Warlock. That is kind of cool. Right. That is. That is a superhero name, you know, like maybe yeah. a villain. I'm I'm trying to find out uh, more about Clarissa's mom to see if she played. And apparently, what we <laughs> what I said was no nowhere near as as bad as uh, what the nerdist said about her. <clears throat> they said Clarissa's <laughs> mother is a it. grunting ape of a woman who's obsessed <laughs> with hair. <clears throat> so. Mm-mm. Yeah, so I'm not that, that, that bad, I guess. No, hey, you're pretty bad. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know. Strengths and weaknesses? Um, weaknesses, I would say, to me, a plot that didn't set up anything, mm-hmm. right? Or uh, attempted to set things up, but never really did any sort of payout right um where like if there would have just been i don't know a few more links to the end Mm -hmm. i think it would have been to me a little bit more uh strengths an amazing last 20 minutes yeah i mean the strength (laughs) it's much like dead alive in in the sense that even though dead alive is much more enjoyable all the way through uh the, or sorry for our UK audience, brain dead. Um, yeah. But yeah, even though you know Dead Alive is better, they both rely on the second half being the big payoff. And so, yeah. I don't know. I mean, 
the strengths for me was I, I'm a big fan of like underground societies and stuff like that in films. Yeah. And, and, and I wanted more of that. Yeah, I did too. But I also like the paranoia, you know, the I did enjoy the paranoid is he crazy aspect and early on. Yeah, but even that only happened like three times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean I and, honestly and, felt and like literally it one of them was just them eating slugs, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, it probably was a pacing issue, but it was just uneven, okay. une- uneven in tone. Confirmed because um, it, it, it would have just either kept ramping up or did more of a slow burn. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Huh? Somebody die? Yeah. Um, the that's your somebody died all (laughs) well um that that lady that played the mom it wasn't a lady (laughs) and she passed away five years after this came out did you say did you say it she what (laughs) the mother was played by a lady and not a man yeah. So, so anyway, yeah, and she passed okay. away right after. Do you this. feel? Do you feel better or worse? I, I, I feel sad that she died. I guess, uh, but I don't know. <laughs> I was genuinely, genuinely sad to read that. But yeah. So yeah. I meant about calling her a man earlier. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, because I mean, yeah, I guess. But on the on the other hand. I really thought it was a dude in drag. Like it almost is much on the level that the mom was on uh sleepaway camp. No. Oh. You remember that? Like yeah. the mom was just full on a like a man in drag. But <laughs> anyway, um and <laughs> didn't even like change the voice or anything. But I think honestly a lot of uh a lot of why I felt that way was the over the top hair and makeup. And then also yeah. the grunting anytime she was on screen, just, you know? Yeah. So whatever that's on them. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, no, obviously the special effects were awesome. The beginning yeah. drug a little, uh, much like this review of it. <laughs> and, <laughs> Yeah. Let's get to the, that last third of the review where we really ramp it up. Special effects were definitely the highlight. Um, it wasn't. I thought to me, it felt like they thought they were more clever than it actually was. Yeah. Like, but I can see why this would have been a camp cult classic. I easily. Oh, can. if I would have seen this in 1989 or in 92, whenever it came out in the U.S., it would have probably been my favorite movie ever. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm the same way. I, I caught, uh, what was it, Dead Alive in like 99, 98, 99 on, uh, so I'm what, like 16, 17 years old, and I mm-hmm. caught it on uh, the IFC. Maybe it wasn't IFC. I don't know. I caught it on some cable channel, and it blew me away. Blew me away because at the time, even though I loved horror movies, I'd never seen like gore movies. Yeah. There were, yeah. But I mean, like, think about, you know, nine year old you seeing this movie would have blown me, (laughs) blown me away. (laughs) Well, I probably honestly would have changed it in the first half. 
Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> Nine-year-old you seen the last 30 minutes of this movie. <laughs> now, can we talk about shunting in and of itself? Yeah, well, because, like... <laughs> I... W- I mean, I, I understand it, but I'm just not sure why it was called that. I, I don't know. Like, I what were they like, shunting? I felt like that was uh, just kind of made up for the movie. Yeah, I think it was to, to rhyme with hunting. Oh, yeah. Huh. I don't know. I, I did like, and this is going to be the only big spoiler, how over the top... Uh, of an analogy for like class warfare. It was, oh yeah, this got just... real HG Wells real quick. <laughs> what time machine? Oh, I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh my God, have you never read the Time Machine? No. Uh, with like the Morlocks and the other people. No. And the Morlocks are descendant from the rich class, and they go up into the surface and hunt the the poor people. Oh, really? And they eat them. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I just thought that was a a uh, full blown just normal time travel. No, huh. it is not at all. Huh? Yeah. Uh, anyway, we. Were, I would assume you read that in school. No. no. Okay. I was. Just I like H.G. Wells. I got you. Uh, yeah. All right. Man. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Brian. Sorry, I just dropped my dropped my microphone over. But yeah, I I like how just like full-blown of an analogy that was for class warfare like just oh no no there's no longer an analogy he straight up says it (laughs) yeah so (laughs) he he says uh he says spoiler uh the rich have always been feeding off of the poor (laughs) like like (laughs) that's almost a verbatim quote (laughs) yeah yeah so it's just like (laughs) yeah a little too on the nose but I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. I would say overall, how do I feel about it? Probably a three out of five. Uh, yeah, I think that's fair. Um, three, three and a half is what, what I was thinking. You know, it's a... Uh, I don't know if the last third of it, like the third act, makes up for how kind of boring I thought the first two acts were completely. Um but there's a lot going on in there. I think it might actually warrant a rewatch. See, really, the reason I went with three instead of three and a half was because I don't ever really plan on rewatching it. Now, what I would do with this, if they, and I haven't even checked, if there was a Blu-ray that I could snag for cheap, I'd like to watch it just for behind the scenes stuff. I yeah. feel like there's oh, probably... Yeah, like the this would be really cool to watch. The, yeah, the making would be great. And just like the special effects like, and all of here, it. Here's how we got them to look like they were eating slugs. Okay. <laughs> I will I will say that whenever the spoilers, father had his ass for a face or his face on his ass. Face for an ass. Yeah, face for an ass. And that's one of the jokes that fell flat for me. Really? What joke what what was it? What you know like he made like a I fart guess noise? you could actually say I'm a butthole. Or a butthead is what he said. Oh, I, yeah, no, that's not the joke. Didn't he go at him? Or yeah, something? he made fart noises. <laughs> yeah, 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 and I, that's one of the ones that I like laughed at and was like, I can't believe I laughed at that. <laughs> yeah, I did the same thing. <laughs> like, like, maybe I'm not who I think I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a monster. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I'd say uh, on Amazon Prime, it, it, it's showing right now. So check that out if you have Prime. I, w- I would definitely recommend people check it out. Yeah. I mean, like, I kind of want to go back and watch it again just to see if maybe there was more subtle stuff in the first two acts, you know, like to kind of tie it back into the first or into the last part. But I don't think there was. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> hey, you ever uh, shunted anyone? No. What is that? Oh, it's where you hunt the poor. Oh, I didn't notice that the first time I saw it. Uh, but all right. Well, that's about that. Well, yeah. I guess we will be back with our review. Um, son of a bitch. <laughs> I know I'll, I'll screw this name up. Like I get it backwards every time. Inferno Bound and Hellhounds and the and the Hellhounds uh, by PC3. So we'll be back. We are back and we are talking Inferno Bound and the Hellhounds by PC3. I guess a quick synopsis of this book would be uh, how would you even do it? I, I guess uh, a guy. <laughs> this is a riveting, <laughs> riveting synopsis, by the way. Well, I mean, okay. If you if you give a synopsis of it too much, then we're probably going to spoil it. I mean, I don't know if it's actually a spoiler, though. I don't know. I don't know. You know what we should have done? Researched. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know what's funny? Like, our podcast, just in general, um, you know, we do all this, like, back-end work. We read the books. We watch the movies. And when it comes to execution time, we're like, ah, fuck it. You know? Who cares? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, but, yeah. So, all right. Here we go. Here is the official synopsis. Yeah, read the official one. Okay. Uh, if it's the one I'm looking at, it's kind of long, though. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever thought it, or have you ever had a dream that changed you in some way? What if a dream could not simply change your thought processes, but change your abilities? What if a dream, when your mind is at its most vulnerable state, could infect you with an evil unlike the world has ever known? This is the reality that Corey Moore has awoken to. Corey's daily life of. Bo- <laughs> I don't know why I'm... That's, that's fine. Corey's daily um. life of bars and motels is suddenly a nightmare of bloody atrocities. Responding to the onset of horrors gripping Mangle County residents is Nora Avery, a beautiful small-town lieutenant with a dark side. Nora must find out why some unlikely canine culprits seem to be the cause of multiple killings and put an end to it before the entire community is massacred. But will her own demons get in the way? When she comes face to face with evil, will Nora, will Nora take it in a lustful embrace, or will she rip its heart out? Find out for yourself, and enjoy all the blood, booze, monsters, and sex. Yeah, okay, so then that just, because uh, I don't, most of the time, I'll be honest. I don't um, read the synopsis. I don't read synopsis uh, <laughs> at all, uh, unless it's something like I found, Yeah, yeah. was like, hey, we should read this, uh, but generally speaking, I don't at all. 
And so I hardly ever know what I'm getting into. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, sometimes down to uh, even like what genre the book is, really, <laughs> you know? Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, unless it's something you pick up yourself. But like, yeah, yeah. Like if it's a review copy, the which, podcast. Um, you know, in all, in all uh, transparency, we received this by a PC3 himself for a review. And mm-hmm. um, we promised him an honest review. So... Yeah, I'm the same way. I, I honestly, because um, I, I have no reason why <laughs> I was going to give you a reason, like because I, I don't know. I, I thought that this was going to be a uh, a collection, but it wasn't. Oh well, I mean <laughs> the the title kind of reads like a collection mm-hmm. or a Harry Potter novel <laughs> <laughs> or a collection of Harry Potter oh, sex novels harry potter fan fiction <laughs> yeah there but, we go <laughs> that's a lot better than sex novels <laughs> is that just <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> uh, anyway um yeah so i wasn't really uh, i didn't under I, I didn't really expect anything mm-hmm. <laughs> um but so so the synopsis kind of gives it away um that our main character cory moore uh awakens one day with um powers superpowers sort of i don't know it's never really established where they actually come from yeah what the source of it is but i mean you can kind of infer certain things from the title yeah yeah i mean (laughs) Uh, but but anyway so um our 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 protagonist Corey Moore. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I thought Nora was more the protagonist. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, I mean, for the first half of the book, though, um, Corey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a tale so, of two protagonists, and until halfway through the book. But anyway, <laughs> uh, no, I don't want to spoil everything. Um, so yeah, yeah. It, it's basically uh, when dogs are around him, uh, they freak the hell out, and go all Cujo on people and then plus tentacles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They get real Cthulhu Cthulhu Joe. There is, there's something in there. there. There's can, something there. Cthulhu Cthulhu. Uh, yeah. Is better. Yeah. They get all, uh, they get all Lovecraftian. Um, no. Okay. So I will say this book, it, it really, really, a, I've never read anything by PC three. I think this is his first novel. Yeah, I think um, so. He's done uh, some short stories from what it looks like. Some on, collections, yeah. yeah. And I think he has some free short stories on his website. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, and so... Yeah, I didn't know what to expect. Uh, and what I thought I was getting, uh, you know, a collection, I was completely wrong. Um, but... So, so you got through the end of the first chapter and thought, okay, well, that was just a story about Dew's dream. Yeah, yeah, I did. And I was like, interesting. Oh, there's a chapter two in this short story. Somewhere around chapter five, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm just there's a fucking a idiot. two in this short story. <laughs> How ambitious. <laughs> not, not even that it could have been short story number two, you know. It's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, ooh, different characters. <laughs> um, no. So I honestly, I I felt like this was a uh, this hit a lot of tropes that I really really like. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I did not know that the the dogs were gonna start shooting tentacles and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of a spoiler. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but well, um, the the first dog you see or y- you hear about um, is just like yeah, just there's off. Yeah. There's just something off about him, and right. may or may not have shark teeth. Yeah, yeah, and so. I did not know at all that that's what uh, that's what I was getting into. But I mean, this hit a lot of like the okay, the Hound from Hell, the like mm-hmm. almost a Tremorsy vibe. It, it also I think you can see that me and you being from Santa Fe, Texas, very small yeah. town. Oh, it yeah. was very easy for me to just throw parts of Santa Fe and Alvin in, in there and uh, really just kind of create a world, you know, like. Oh, I basically pictured it as visualized. Santa Fe. Yeah, I visualized a world uh, <laughs> that he created. Um, I, I think that it was rich with detail. Oh, yeah. Very, Definitely. very rich with detail. And um, the only thing that kind of threw me off, and not really threw me off, <laughs> there was a lot of, like, sex in this book, right? Um, I mean, yeah. We've read some with with more oh yeah definitely but 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 this was like steamier definitely you know there there was what this was like steamier yeah there was definitely more graphic depictions of sex than i was expecting well not even that just like uh especially whenever uh protagonist a and (laughs) protagonist b (laughs) when they start getting it on in in that uh motel like that scene uh, especially was like written it, almost like a like an erotica book, you know? Yeah. Like there's a difference between uh, just sex scenes and books and then like erotica. I'm assuming. I haven't really I've tried to read at erotica just to see if I could write it and I was like no, no, there's no <laughs> way I can. <laughs> this this kind of, like, I'm just not that I feel like I feel like if you wrote erotica it'd be like and then he puts your hand, his hand on her boobs yeah. and stuff and it's just like Yeah, and he liked it. <laughs> He liked it because most dudes do. <laughs> and then they performed missionary and fell asleep. <laughs> but, but, uh, but no, like it, it just, it was uh, more not graphic because that's not the right word to say. It was just more erotica feeling than the average sex filled horror book. Yeah. Do you think that made it more effective though? it didn't it didn't discount it or add to it i mean to me it 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 worked you know even if they had taken just a even if they had taken a lot of the sex scenes out it still worked like this book worked for me like i liked it you know yeah and and i think what might have thrown um a, a difference into this one as far as the sex scenes go mm-hmm. is they were pretty consensual <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Versus, we've, we've read some splatterpunk where it's less than consensual. <laughs> what was that one? What gr- good girls do? Yeah, I think that book is just burnt into my brain. <laughs> like, I can't. I could never forget that book. Could you? Uh, no. But I mean, that's that's actually pretty good praise, though, right? For a horror book. Yeah. Yeah. No. I. I, I <laughs> yeah. No. No. <laughs> no, I mean, like we gave it good marks. It it was a a really really effective book. Uh, I'd actually like to read more by that guy. 
John you know what I think? Butcher, I think. What do you think? Maybe we need to stop reviewing other books in the middle of a book review. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I'm just talking back about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean. No, but, no, no, I, I get it. Um, I mean, yes, definitely sex played a big part in this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it actually, it made sense with the characters. Yeah. If that if that makes sense. Uh, it wasn't like gratuitous just for the sake of padding out runtime with sex scenes. No, like, no, not not at all. Like and in fact, they weren't like they weren't bloated sex scenes. It's not like you were reading an erotica book. It just like the yeah. excerpts were like, I don't know. I hate to say more delicate, but yeah, I think what you <laughs> what you were getting at in the sense that they weren't horror sex scenes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> might have been uh, the difference. Maybe it wasn't that it was erotica. It was just normal, normal sex. <laughs> like, well, yeah, I mean, because like a lot of the books that we read that have sex scenes in it um, are not normal sex scenes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then she bit his dong off. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Even the word dong. <laughs> um, but, okay. So, alright, trope-wise, it hit a lot of the monster stuff that I really liked, and the creature feature type stuff. Yeah. Definitely. I'm a big fan of that. Um, it was it was very much like when it when it started rolling, mm-hmm. and it got more into the to the meat of it, so to speak. Like so, after maybe say the second dog attack, mm-hmm. right? Um, it got really the thingy. You know, like <laughs> like John Carpenter's The Thing. Yeah, not <laughs> not more sex scenes. The thingy. Yeah. <laughs> That's another one. <laughs> and then she took his thingy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Um anyway, he, yeah, it was it was very body horror like um things that shouldn't exist mm-hmm. like in in nature. Uh Lovecraft the thing, even even kind of uh society-esque. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um, yeah, it, it got really, really odd. It, I will say the first half of this book, I really, really, really enjoyed, and I thought I knew where it was going. Then the second half of this book, I enjoyed, but I was like, what happened to the book I was visualizing? <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, okay, actually, you know, that's an interesting point, because it's that book. leads me to, like, if I can segue here, to like my actual main criticism of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it's the main character. Yeah, that it should have been Nora? No, 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 not that. Because, um, I mean, I, I think, I say main character, but it's just because the book started with him. Yeah. Right? And because Nora's You remember the it. main character from Cabin Fever, the hobo that dies in the woods? <laughs> He's the main character. <laughs> all right. Her, the dog that splits in half, shooting blood all over the hobo. All right. Yeah. Yeah. He was the hero of the movie, right? All right. Well, I'm mean, so sorry. Him, I didn't mean to cut you. Happened. Um, okay. So, Corey, Corey Moore, right? The, mm-hmm. the, the person with the dreams that give him powers. Okay. So, um, here's my problem it's established that he's kind of a dick and kind of a bad person 
and if circumstances were a little bit different, would probably be in jail for the rest of his life. Right? Yeah. But to me, the whole, and this is probably going to get into spoilers territory, so watch out because this book came out like last week. But <laughs> try try to curb the spoilers in because uh, well uh, okay so just just to me the first half of the book felt like he was kind of looking for redemption yes. you know like he was trying to be a better person trying to I mean he's it seemed like he was never going to stop being an ass and mm-hmm. never going to stop completely but he knew there was a limit to what he should be doing yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it, it seemed like he was almost a reformed type character. You yeah. know, like some of the people that... I hate to throw names out there and compare them to real life people. Uh, but, you know, like people that we went to school with that kind of went down... A, uh, <laughs> I thought it was going to be like celebrities or something. <laughs> no, no, no. It was going to be like... Dude, you remember... Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> it was gonna be literally someone that only me and you <laughs> and like our other friends would know who you're talking about you remember jared he drove the camaro <laughs> uh no like people we went to school with that kind of went down a, a rocky bad path and have gotten their shit together you yeah, know exactly like they're never gonna be c- completely able to get rid of what they did in the past <laughs> But for life, they're, but they're, they're trying to move on. They're trying to be better people. Yeah, exactly. And um, and that's what I thought was going on with Corey Moore for the first half of the book. Yeah, and and see that actually that kind of gets into it. wasn't even a criticism. It, it was more a, a subverted expectation. But I can I can see that. You know, that's one thing that I I had a problem with. Seeing his metamorphosis logically didn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. Now, now here, I'm going to poke holes into my own own criticism. Fuck you, that's why. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's because he was very much an addict, right? Like, and it... An addict? Yeah, he was an addict. And he was in a um, situation where... Uh, he gets a little bit of power, right? Maybe and, I missed and the so, attic stuff. Other than drinking, well, what did he do? It, well, no, j- drinking, random sex. Uh, even you could consider uh, being like a genuine asshole to people for no reason other than your own enjoyment. You get, I, I don't mean addict like drugs. Yeah, well. I uh, mean like you have an addictive personality. Okay. Okay. Well, and, that makes and, sense. When you and, say and addict, so, I think that someone's addicted to something. Well, get your preconceived notions out, Craig. <laughs> He's addicted to influencing <laughs> dogs. <laughs> but, but like, so as soon as there is something for him to latch onto that makes him better than he was, you know, quote unquote better then he's going to go into it full force. I see that. It just still, like, it was too quick of a heel turn, if you get my drift. Yeah, yeah. Like, kind of like the last half of the book could have been double as long. Well, yeah. I mean, like... (sighs) Because it did feel kind of like Horns, which had a similar trajectory. Yeah. But they do flesh it out big time in horns when he mm-hmm. starts turning evil and shit. Yeah. Um, 
they flesh it out, you know, a, a, a lot. Yeah. This was like a paragraph. Yeah. Well, not a paragraph, but yeah, <laughs> a little more, you know. And I will say on the flip side of that, uh, his memories of his mom made me think that he was going to not, you know, yeah. and, and I, yeah. I really appreciated that. Yeah, that, I did too. Then it was like, <laughs> you know, it, it wasn't all warm and fuzzy after that, which would have been very tempting to write and, and turn your character, you know, like yeah. that. He instead leaned into the unexpected side of it. But, he turned into the skid. Yep. Yeah. Turned into the skid. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, for first time novelist, very like I felt like it was really I, I said before very detailed and, and well written. Um, yeah, it was solid. It was it was really detailed, but never bloated. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I don't know if never, but like it was, it was, well, I mean, I can't say, I can't. Not one superfluous word. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it never felt um, like you were getting bogged down with it. Yeah. You know, he, he didn't go off on three page tangents about what a tree looked like or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How would you? It's barky barkness is so barky. <laughs> <laughs> it it was so barky on its thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right behind them, that tree was what what's that? Is that some people boning? Nope. It was another tree. <laughs> and it is also barky. <laughs> All right. We're yeah. so good at this. Yeah. Um so uh, I mean, I don't know. Like in a nutshell, well written, hits the tropes I like. Um there is, you know, just a tiny bit of weakness on the on the character trajectory. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. It, it, for me, it was very easy to visualize this story as one of those 70s paperbacks. You know, the, like the, the small ones. Kind of like yeah. the paperbacks from Hell ones. Like, uh, I don't know. It was easy to see it like that. And, and I appreciated that. I, I miss and like those books i don't own many but i have a few but um but yeah I, all in all i'm going to say that i like this better than i i, I would have even thought but i thought that it was going to be a collection so <laughs> but on the flip side i love collections uh so, <laughs> so i don't know i i really enjoyed it um i'm wanting to see what else pc3 has in store for us but um I'm going to say that three and a half, maybe four, four out of five. I'm going to land it on the four out of five. Yeah. Okay. Um, No, I agree with you. Like there's a lot in this book that um, I really like. I thought it was very enjoyable. Uh, It's pacing was pretty good. You know, it didn't like, it never really got bogged down. Um, I, I really liked to me, at least, how relatable uh, the the small town stuff was. Uh, there's one chapter where it's like one guy who saw what happened 
recounting it to other people in a diner mm-hmm. and it's completely wrong yes. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and and i'm like that is exactly how like rumors and stuff would spread so easily um in in a small town like that because there was probably like you know that was probably half the town's population was in that diner right and so it, it was just funny there was a lot of relatable stuff like that to me mm-hmm. um uh i'm i'm a sucker for the for Lovecraft style stuff, mm-hmm. you know, I like the body horror. There, the depictions of some of that was actually pretty like disturbing. I guess. I mean, not like I couldn't go to sleep at night or anything like that. But <laughs> your wife's like, "What's I'm wrong an adult. with you?" <laughs> I kind of want to talk about shivering. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So yeah, I mean, like. I was kind of teetering on three and a half or four, but I mean, looking back on it, there was no real glaring errors because even the weird character stuff, I can see the the reasoning behind it. Uh huh. Um. So I think I'll I think I'll have four too. Oh, okay. Not four point two, but a four also. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We don't do point twos. Not yet. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> yeah for in honor of our 100th episode we should go to a hundred point ranking yeah yeah we will be back next episode i guess in two weeks probably um with yeah, i got a lot of writing to do this week okay <laughs> then probably three weeks with our hundredth episode with the- maybe i mean we'll see I, I my deadline is really quick yeah so we'll see how it goes <laughs> okay well Um, I guess we will see y'all then. This is Wolfman Jack, and you've been listening to B-Movies and E-Books, and you can check out these crazy cats every two weeks or so on iTunes, Stitcher, and I don't know other places. So anyway, leave them a five-star review. Also, check them out on Twitter at BNEPod. And subscribe to the BNE Master Feed if you're a fan and you're a real cool daddy. The podcast you just heard is part of the BNE Network. Brought to you by BMovies and ebooks.com. Mm-hmm.